This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. I want to talk to you about money. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? What it does to people. Because if you don't have money, it does one thing to you. And if you do have money, it does something else to you. Now, the idea is this. That money is a working factor in the human society as a means of exchange. Common knowledge. Money is now being controlled by the banking system. It didn't used to be. It was cash. What have you got in your pocket? What have you got? Then banks came into existence and started dominating the control, the use, the release, the access. Then they got control to issue money. So all of this is producing a whole different perspective on money. And they've recently changed it again, where if you put money in the bank, you're considered a shareholder of the bank, and you're liable if the bank collapses or defaults. So there's all sorts of, now, strings attached, and internal threats upon your resources if you have them in a bank. In the changings of time, and as different types of entities take over governmental and banking control, these different factors impact on the viability and the worth of money. Now everybody knows they have an exchange rate game and today it'll only buy so many overseas dollars and tomorrow it'll build more or less. All this is a very externally controlled and fluctuating system you are in but you have no control over. And they impose a host of regulations, different aspects, different perspectives on depositor. It's hard to get your money out, easy to get it in. They don't give you any data of what's going on. They keep track of all the information. So the whole aspect of money in your life is one word, temporary. I don't care if you have no money, some will come. If you have a huge amount of money, you may be broke someday. Money is not a fixed commodity. It is fluid, just like water, it is fluid. It moves about, it moves everywhere. It accumulates over here and it separates over there. So the whole money system needs to be looked upon as a fluid system that you are working within with the ability to accumulate or to distribute. Now, everybody says, well, anybody can spend money. No, fools spend money. Intelligent men employ money. If you go further up into the spiritual conception of things. We'll step up to the spiritual conception of the money game. Money is generated, wealth, opulence, is generated from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It's not out of nowhere. The total amount of gold in the ground is by design. The total that's available, the total that's known, all these different aspects are actually controlled by the Supreme Personality. And in the Vedic literature, it is said that the wife of the Supreme Lord is the goddess of fortune, and she is the one who sees to the distribution of 
this wealth. Now, from the higher point of view, this wealth is supposed to be employed for fulfilling the wishes of the divine. If the Lord is going to pull off some event or pull off some situation or benefit some people in this that area, he'll have opulences brought into the area such that his plan has resources to execute that plan. And similarly, if a society is negligent, godless, disgusting in many different terms and aspects, he'll restrict the amount of money so they can't get carried away doing more and more and more evil and disgusting things. And this is within the Lord's natural plan. Now we have those in human society who are godless, selfish, and illusioned, and they go about extracting money by any means, many of them illegal. This is what we're talking about. The banks now say they have the right to take your money if they default. Well, they control whether they default or not. So in other words, they just plan when they're going to steal all the money out of your account. This is illegal. The same thing is true that certain substances are made illegal, so you have to pay in cash or under the counter, and it becomes black market. And this money is routed through a certain type of criminal. So we have these elements within the human society that are pushing money around uh, in opposition to the plan of the Lord, such that those who are dedicated to the Lord, servants of God, oftentimes have difficulty in getting sufficient money, at least initially. And the people that are crazy and illegal, they roll in money. So these different features are... Again, part of the liquidity aspect of money. It moves constantly from one place to another. Even these people who make money illegally, they lose it. Maybe they stash it somewhere and somebody finds it. Or they suddenly, the, the government says, we're going to tax you, Where's, we found your money. Oh, who knows? But the issue is that money is actually to be employed in the service of the Lord. Now, the Lord's has multiple energies and multiple goals and multiple responsibilities and multiple plans. And so, generally speaking, the plan is to do good, is to assist, support, encourage, and develop love of God, God consciousness, and a peace in, in humanity. So when we see things happening that are not down that path, we can understand that this is man's intervention man trying to control the resources on the planet as opposed to uh, using them correctly for the satisfaction and the service of the Lord. Now, let's talk about the side of things where someone works hard and accumulates money. Now, what happens is the person starts out with not so much, but a good idea or determination or work or a good job. And he worked, work, 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 and gets a significant amount of money. And things progress even from there. And he becomes quite well off. And they can even move from there to where he has sufficient money above anything he can use. There's more money in his bank or in his control. That's the right word. In his control than he can use in a lifetime. Well, what happens? Well, here is what happens. The consciousness of the person with the money changes. In the beginning, he was trying to get out of a difficult situation to earn his way through life. 
fine, pious, given, okay. But when he gets so much money, he suddenly becomes uh, selfish about it. He looks upon other people and says, oh, they're trying to get my money. Somebody says, ah, oh, I got a problem. Can you help me? I blew up my car. Can you help me get my car fixed? Or can you help me get a new car? Oh, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. They're starting to use me. They think that the money is themselves. And if you need or want money or financial assistance, they think, oh, you're using me. But the actuality is they have changed in mentality. They think since I have accumulated this money by illegal or legal or hard work or not, they think it's mine to do with whatever I want. They don't think that, ah, maybe I've accumulated this money by the grace of the Lord and that there's something I should be doing with this money to further the Lord's plan and that I should take what I need but use a portion, according to the Vedic literature, up to 50% of it for the service of the Lord and his servants. They don't think like that. But that is the reality that's given in the Vedic literature. That if you've accumulated this sufficient money, it's not to be used selfishly. This is the illusion. People become illusioned by money and think that it's theirs and they have a right to do anything they want to do with it and no responsibility or duty of what to do with it. Now, there's another class of man who passes by some of that and goes into philanthropic work. Hospitals, feeding the poor, clothing somebody. And they go into altruistic work, which means helping as many people as possible, as much as possible. Again, a higher level. But the highest level, the correct level, the spiritual level, is to use any surplus funds in the expansion of the Lord's reclaiming the fallen souls to become God conscious. Spreading literature, spreading knowledge, having events, supporting those spreading knowledge and having events, printing books and literature to distribute for awakening the people from the materialistic conception of life to the spiritual conception of life. Then one is actually using the money correctly. So in all of these other aspects of money, whether it's starting at broke, up to the altruistic level, you help as many people as possible, as much as possible, it is all still within the karmetic cycle. You do get a good result or a bad result or a wonderful result according to how you use your mind, body, money, words. That's all within the material platform. That's all within the cycle of karmetic reaction. But when you use money in the service of the Lord, not for a selfish person, without expectation of return, in a devotional mentality to further the interests and the plan of the Lord, that is on the transcendental platform. And that returns a million fold. An unlimited amount of return comes. Such that from then on in your next life or lives or future, there is never a money problem. To lift yourself up the money tree is fine, but you have to reach the culmination 
where you use as much as you have surplus for the service of the Lord, not selfishly. This is my money and I can do whatever I want to do with it and nobody can tell me not to. This is the insanity that comes with money when people are not sufficiently trained in spiritual realization. They think everything that they have belongs to them. Forgetting that when their body gives up, they have to leave the body and take birth according to their karmetic reaction, and they leave everything behind. So this concept needs to be clearly understood. And then you won't be so crazy after money. Now, I'm very sympathetic with the people who do not have enough. That should not be the case. There should always be enough money for everybody. But because we have demonic leaders and we have demonic banks and we have an imbalanced and deformed capitalistic system in the world now, a few have it all and the many don't have enough. That needs to be changed. Man can change that so that everybody has what they need. Nobody needs to be stinking. Well, what are you going to do with $65 billion? You can't even use it all. Nothing you want or do or have could take up and consume that much money. So we need to understand the position of money. It's difficult when we're in an environment such as we are today, now on Earth planet in this universe, where the demonic run the banks and run the governments and run the corporations and all the money is being sucked, siphoned out. They're taking it out through the corporations. All the corporations own the infrastructure. They did that for decades, selling off assets. And then you have to pay for the power or the water or the phone or the communications or whatever it is they're offering and the money leaves the country. It goes to someone you don't even know. And they push and push and push until nobody has enough to pay their bills. And people start falling off the services. They can't afford the services that should be provided adequately. So we're in that situation. Power price, it never goes down. Why not? The generators are already there. The rivers are pushing water past it every day by the arrangement of the Lord and the rain and the cycle, the whole thing, the way it's created, it's balanced. Why do they have to keep extracting more and more and more and more money? Because they're not improving the system. The system is what it is. They maintain it, but they're not improving it. But the money, the cost is going up and up and up. And where's the money going? Leaving the country. They turn around and they say, oh, we're going to give you a break one month a year. Or, oh, we're going to give away so many dollars to charities and funds and good causes. But it's a fraction of all the money they're taking out of the country and away from the people's lives. But the people are so foolish, they don't complain. They don't stop it. And the government is in on it. So they just keep selling to all these corporates to where... The people, the poor, unfortunate people, pay way too much. Too much for food, too much for petrol, too much for clothing, too much for power, too much for communication, too much for travel, air travel, etc. 
because the corporations, they try to make it think that a sign of success is taking money from the people and giving it to one or two people to, uh, in their board or in their shareholders. And this is not success. This is greed. And because of it, when someone, let's say, uninitiated in the handling and the use and expansion of money get significant funding, they think, now I have the money and I can do whatever I want and nobody can tell me no. Nobody can stop me. And this insanity repeatedly crops up with someone who makes a lot of money. There are people out there that make $100,000, $200,000, $500,000 every month or two or three. And there are people that live on less than a dollar a day. I think there's a, a two billion people on the planet live on less than a dollar a day. And yet there are people right in, right here listening, uh, right here in this town, right here in your town, who are making uh, $200,000, $500,000 a month. And they're lavishing themselves and those chosen ones around them, not even aware that there could be a higher purpose for some of that money and that they could be engaging in the service of the Lord and they could be benefiting the spreading of God consciousness and the relieving the living entities from the suffering of this material existence. So what is missing here is the God consciousness perspective of reality, of life. It keeps getting pushed back because of selfishness. And we have an unbridled, unrestricted infection that's running rampant, pandemic, running rampant through the human civilization. I need money. I want more money. All my problems will be solved by money. Well, I want to inform you, you will not attain love of God with money. You will not find peace in life with money. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of examples of rich people that are not happy and even commit suicide or kill their family and do ridiculous retarded things because money does not make you happy. That's not its purpose. It is a tool to facilitate change and growth. It's not for you to enjoy this is one of the principal concepts of Vedic knowledge and the understanding of our true position. We are eternal living entities, but we are minute and we are not God. We are servants of God. And as servants of God, we are not the enjoyers. We are to cause enjoyment for the Lord. He wants something. We do it. He enjoys it. That's the purpose. We don't expect return. We are grateful for the opportunity to serve the Supreme Unlimited. This is the right attitude. Well, if we're not the enjoyers, when you get money, why do you think the only thing to use it for is enjoyment? This is the other aspect of insanity caused by money from the material conception. Everybody thinks, I'm not going to use this for God and see that he's happy and his plan is executed and things grow and people are made truly happy. I want to take care of me and make me happy, satisfy my stupidest whim. And we see that. People with a lot of money do really stupid things sometimes. They fund 
uh, ridiculous events and different products and a variety of things that have no meaning. Or they build buildings or they build complexes of, of, of astonishing, unnecessary opulence. Some of them are beyond belief. So this needs to be understood. We need to recognize that money is a tool and you can earn and you should work and you have right to get what you need. But you don't have right to accumulate more than is necessary and to use it simply to satisfy your ridiculous whimsical desires or the few around you you trust or love. If you get extra money, you're supposed to use that money in the Lord's service according to the Lord's plan. You may think, well, I don't have a relationship with God. I'm not very God conscious. Well, maybe that's what the money's for, is to get you involved in some project, something of some variety that will make you expose your divine qualities, make you the better person you know you can be, bring you up to that higher status of consciousness where you're not on the selfishness platform anymore. Development of spiritual life means you move out of selfishness into selflessness. And you can only do that when you understand the Lord's plan and you engage in His plan. Not one you or someone else has created. Our happiness is when we assist the Lord. Not when we work and don't care about the Lord or do whatever we want and satisfy our whims. So we need to come to that selfless platform, including how we use our money, including what we do, who we support. One should support anyone spreading love of God. I don't care what religion you're in. If someone is busy developing love of God, spreading love of God, distributing literature, whatever it may be, doing publications, who can say they're benefiting uh, the understanding and the glorification of the Supreme Lord from their particular level of understanding. That's a place for you to support. And you have to do it selflessly. So it's a service. So your consciousness is purified. You can't go, well, Lord, I'm going to give this to you, or I'm going to give this to your servant, or give this to your church, or give this to your mosque, or give this to whatever. I'm going to do this, but I expect you to take care of me. No. I'm giving this to you because it's the right thing to do. It's where you want me to give support. It's where you want me to put resources for your plans. That's the right intelligence. Without expectation of return. It isn't business. We do not do God consciousness as a business. Real God consciousness is done as selfless devotional service to the Supreme. Keep in mind, earning money is not the goal of life. And if you do, it will not make you happy. And if you can, use surplus money to expand the Lord's mission, the reclaiming of the fallen souls, the revival of God consciousness in whatever, whichever, all different spiritual perspectives, religious religions, what have you. Avoid corruption, but support true dedication and devotion. That's how to use your money. And then you're sane, because money makes you selfishly insane. Be very careful.
For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.